Welcome back to South Florida Sunday. Shereen with you. And today I will be speaking with Janine from the Lighthouse Art Center. She's the curator. And today we are going to be talking about the upcoming season. So good morning, Janine. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me, Sharina. It's always, always, always fun to talk to people on the radio. Yeah, and I'm so excited to learn more about the Lighthouse Art Center. Can you tell us a little bit more about, uh, you know, your history and, and uh, why it started? Oh, I'd be happy to. So Lighthouse Art Center is actually celebrating our 60th year. Can you believe it? In wow. 2024. I know. It was started originally by Christopher Norton and eight local artists. And since it began, it has never not provided arts and culture to the community, even during COVID. Um, within five wow. days of closing the front doors for COVID, we had, I think, 26 of our 31 classes running online. So the community loves it. It's a, it's truly a vibrant part of northern Palm Beach County. I, I believe that. And I was on your website and I see all the art you create and, and display. It's amazing. Um, what does your season look like right now? Well, so for now, let me tell you, we have a show up right now that is one of the best I've ever done. There are actually two shows at the same time. Um, Elegant Threads, which is wearable art and sort of surface design. I have wearable, non-wearable jewelry and accessories. And this was a call for artists that went out in April and ended up spreading honestly across the world. We have some of the best fiber artists in the world on exhibition here for this show. Um, So... If you, if you go online, lighthousearts.org, you'll find a catalog of the pieces that are in this exhibition. And remember I mentioned there are two. The other one is Little Lush. We have a ceramics department that is just beloved. And so we ran another call for artists for small, functional clay pieces. They couldn't be mm. larger than 12 inches by 12 inches. And they had to be functional and they had to be creative within the last 12 months. So wow. um, so there's something for everyone right now. It's exciting. Yeah. And they're really beautiful pieces, as I said before. I like went on your website and I was very like taken aback about like how amazing they are. Um, I have to ask you, what are some of your best exhibitions you've mounted? Well, you know, we've done some pretty remarkable things considering Lighthouse Gallery is in a town of, well, actually a village of like 7,000 residents, but we pull people from Martin County and from Palm Beach County. For this particular show, we've had people come from Vero and even up Melbourne into Brevard and south as far as Miami because it's that cool. The show is that beautiful and they're coming back over and over again. So this is sort of our season opener. From this, we'll go into a couple of um, quick and fast shows that are just fabulous. We have Deck the Walls, which is sort of a community friend-raising <laughs> event. So I like that. those pieces are all eight inches by eight inches. And um, this will be a cash and carry show. So you can walk in, find your piece of art. Everything costs $200. There you go. Oh, wow. Everything in the, right, in the Deck the Walls exhibition. So you can take it with you and the art center keeps some of that and the artists keep some of that. Everybody goes home happy. We're also doing a... Um, a faculty vernissage so that you can come and take a look at what our faculty members are teaching and you can buy their pieces too in time for the holidays. We teach everything here, Sharina, from metal smithing and in jewelry um, to fused glass to oil painting or pastels, lighthousearts.org. It's amazing. Go look at the catalog under education and you'll see a fabulous offering of classes. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not only a gallery, but you're an art school. What else is taught? Like you said that you do like metal work as well? Sure, we have a jewelry studio. So we're a three-building campus and the, the buildings are not connected. 
the gallery where the where the big um, where the big galleries are. So I have about twenty five hundred, maybe three thousand square feet of exhibition space, and that's at three seven three Tequester Drive. The gallery also houses three large studios, and in the studios we teach two-dimensional art so mm-hmm. uh, be painting watercolor pastels drawing we've also opened up our 3d maker space for Ooh. adults now this is the first time we've done this we have i think it's 13 3d printers running now wow. and classes for adults so that they can come in and learn how to design for 3d printing and then and then print their pieces here as well so Day classes, night classes, all at 373. Now at 385 to Quester Drive is the jewelry studio, and glass is being taught in there too. So all types of jewelry from cast to assembled, glass and jewelry are sometimes working together and collaborating on pieces. Mm -hmm. And then we have another building that's around the corner from us on Seabrook Drive, and that is typically our ceramics department. But right now it's undergoing fabulous renovation, and it won't be reopened now until hmm, sometime into 24, early, early 24. Mm -hmm. So our clay classes will have a satellite space to work in beginning, I think, in January. And um, sad to tell you, those classes are already filled. The day that those opened, they filled. But... If you're dying to work in 3D, mm-hmm. we've we've got people who have um, pivoted from working in clay to working in um, just amazing things with cardboard. They're doing paper mache like you've right. never seen before. Such fun. And also, we're working in some pieces um, that can be turned into bronzes later. We have a fabulous faculty, fabulous staff. I love how inclusive this program is. You have students of all ages, it seems. You have adults, you have, uh, you know, teens and children, right? We certainly do. We certainly do. We have um, outreach programs, too. So wow. we, it, this is like a giant moving 3D puzzle, Shreena. We have faculty that goes off into... Um, maybe residences where people would not normally have the exposure right. to art. So certain residential facilities or areas where, where children are also being t- you know exposed to art, we send our faculty out into the community. And then we also have things happening here in the gallery for like adults with special needs. It's very rare. Mm-hmm. Children with special needs, um, those classes fill pretty quickly because they're so limited. Availability is limited outside of the arts. This is healing such a perfect place to be. Exactly. I was going to say that. And every skill that they learn here, they can take with them for the rest of their lives. They can, you know, create something with their hands and it's healing and it's uh, it's just a beautiful thing to to know that you did something and you created this art. I couldn't agree more. It's like another language. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's it's another, instead of verbal or written, it's another language. This is what I've done and this is what I can do. And two, I think that once they learn how to do something, and I'm talking now across the board, all ages, you can scale it up. Right. Right? So you learn something here, you take it home, you think about it, you design it a little bit differently, you add a different color. It's usable forevermore, I agree. Yeah, and they can take those skills and they can, like like you said, you do you have the jewelry classes. They can, you know, start selling their own jewelry and it could be a, a really lucrative business for them. You know, they could sell their it's ceramic. True. You know, something else that we've been doing too, which is an awful lot of fun, are um, on, sp- on certain Friday nights, our faculty will teach, like, you know, short workshops. So, You could come in and in one evening learn how to make maybe stacked rings or a certain type of jewelry or a fused glass pendant or 
it's sort of unlimited. And for what you would spend on a dinner, um, if you decided to go you know, to a restaurant and have a drink or two, you could learn a new skill, decide if you love it. If you adore it, you might want to take you know, a whole semester of classes. Right. Um, if you don't adore it all that much, you still have proof with these beautiful rings that you just made, and then you move on to the next thing. You're exactly. It's an and experience, for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know that you have a faculty made up of professional artists, but do you also offer workshops for uh, visiting artists? We have artists who come seriously from around the world to teach. Um, it's pretty remarkable. For instance, in the springtime, we do a plein air festival, and this has been going on now for a number of years. We're now known as one of the best in the southeastern U.S., but those artists will come from everywhere, and and some of them teach ahead of uh, the plein air festival, and some stay and teach after. But we also have um, visiting artists who come, or master artists who come, and teach workshops in jewelry making and, and sculpture, um, found objects, and Yes. The answer is yes. We have people who come from all over to teach and uh, students who come from all over to learn. Isn't that fun? Yes, that is amazing. This sounds like such an amazing place to be in and such an amazing program. Um, what do you see happening for you guys in the next five years, maybe 10? Well, that's a really, really good question. So, you know, I've never known the arts to be more important than they have been um, in, say, the last four or five years. I've been involved in the arts all of my life. But but what I've watched is um, sort of like a renaissance. I mean, people are not only interested in connecting with each other, right, not being mm-hmm. alone. So they're a part of a community when they come and take classes. And like, for instance, I've watched our students come and maybe start a clay class, and they're all strangers when it begins. But by the time the semester is over, they're bringing their lunches, they're having buffet things, <laughs> they're yeah. inviting each other to dinner. It's a whole society that evolves. Right. And and around art, I mean, it's healing and inspirational. So five years, I can see that we will have um, opportunities for more visiting artists and a premier clay studio that'll serve not only Palm Beach, but Martin counties and areas beyond as well. This sounds so amazing. I'm And I'm so happy for you. And I can't wait to see what is going to be happening in the future. Um, if our listeners want to get involved with the Lighthouse Art Center or like find out more information, how would they be able to do that? Oh, it's very easy. So... You can do this online if you just go to Lighthouse Arts, and that's plural, A-R-T-S, lighthousearts.org. Um, the website's pretty deep, so you can find out about the exhibitions that we have now or the ones that are coming. You can also take a look at some of the ones that have passed. You can go to our um, education page and find out about all of the classes that are coming. I think the workshops are listed there, too, as well. We have volunteer opportunities for every exhibition. We have a reception, and you know what's fun is that there's a team of volunteers that works in the kitchen prior to one of our opening receptions, and I think they might have more fun than anyone else. <laughs> They've been working together for so long, and they make these delicious hors d'oeuvres, and then other volunteers serve them. It's Again, it's a whole community, yeah. and it gives people who come into the gallery, not only for the receptions, but at any time, the opportunity to leave inspired. That's my whole job right there. I love for people to leave thinking like, excuse me, I'm sorry, but I need to make art right now. Excuse me. Pardon me. <laughs> yes. So. Yes, exactly. And one more time, what is the website? Sure. Lighthousearts.org. Thank you, Sharina. It's been a pleasure.